0: has had a special guest recently her daughter Rebecca Waite and Rebecca a little
1: background to you where were you born and brought up I was born in Presque Isle Maine and then uh, we originally moved right out to California right after that and then when I was seven we moved back here so I was considered I consider myself raised here <laughs> when did you graduate in Presque Isle High so I actually went to Holton High and oh, I graduated yep so I was just born in Presque Isle but we lived here in Holton and then I graduated from Holton in 2010 and then I went to University of Maine and graduated the business management degree in 2014.
0: Rebecca, when did you first get interested in horses?
1: That was started when I was seven years old from a babysitter that babysat me here. She put me on a horse and I was addicted ever since. And I started riding local at Amy Woods Farm on the McSheffrey uh, Road.
0: Did you do any exhibitions and riding here in all
1: I did do the like local shows growing up. I did the Pony Club. I wasn't, I wasn't 4-H but I didn't do any of the horse 4-H stuff. I just had a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, now how are you doing you riding now in Florida? Yeah, so now I um, work for a lady in Florida. Um, she's a Mainer too. She's not from here. She's from Bar Harbor, but she that's sort of how I got connected with her is we're both fellow Mainers and we have mutual friends and so I moved down there right after college and started working there and so I've worked my way up through her, her business and so I'm like the assistant trainer there. Well now, whose horses do you ride? Ride your own? No, I don't have any of my own horses down there. I ride the horses that they own. She has a sponsor and the sponsor owns her horses, so I ride some of Shelly's horses and the sponsor's horses and I ride clients horses that come in.
0: Well Barbara, give me an example. Do you do any jumping or is it just uh, sort of ride around and exhibit the horse?
1: So what I do is called dressage. It's not jumping. It's kind of best described as ballet on horseback a little bit. Um, You do a a pattern and then there's also a section that's called the freestyle. So you hire a choreographer that comes in and matches music to the horse and you do uh, you're judged on that too. Well now do you have
0: any one sponsor or do you have Quite a few.
1: For me personally, I don't have any sponsors that are like sponsoring me directly, but sort of indirectly through who I'm working for. They, um, the horse that I'm riding and then showed last year, he was my trainer's horse and she went to the Olympics on him. So now she's passed him down to me and I have the ride on him. Any favorite horse? Yeah, uh, he's one of my favorites. And then one other horse that I, uh, have been riding and training for a couple years now is named Leroy. And he's one of my favorites too. So doctor and Leroy.
0: Well, how successful have you been? You want any meets? They call them meets?
1: <laughs> well, they call them not meets, but, um, horse shows, um, and so so I show in shows called CDIs. It's a it's a level of competition. It's the highest level of competition, and it's an international thing. So um, I I started really competitively showing in those last winter, and I did really quite well with that horse doctor. So I tried out for the Pan Am teams last year, and I wasn't on the team, but I was in the top eight for that. I was I think seventh out of eight for in the country for Pan Am. So that was I was happy with that. Really happy with that. So. What area, of Florida, Miami, or I'm just. North of Miami, so like an hour. West Palm Beach is the next big city, and I'm like 20 miles inland from that in Wellington. Do they have good crowds? Lot. That is the horse capital of the world, Wellington, Florida. Is it is a lot of horses and a lot of people. Well, now is
0: there any uh, competition nationally? For instance, uh, do you compete against other states or anything?
1: So we compete against mostly other countries, really. So there's the Canadians that come down. There's people from a lot of Europeans come over, and then they have they do some shows that are called Nations Cups and that's like where you're actually on a team so we will have like a US team a Canadian team and then you compete against similar format to how the Olympics is so you're competing for your country which is always exciting. Do you have a lot of contacts with other riders? Yes now I have quite a few contacts I've met a lot of people down there and, and that's the hub of it also I have met a lot of really interesting people and been able to travel a lot so I've met a lot of Europeans and top top trainers.
0: Sue, her mother was. Sue, so, uh, so is there any particular question you should to ask? I just thought I I would say um, she she has gone through the experience of prepping the United States Olympic team uh, two years ago, was it two years ago, um, to go to Rio. And so she's flown with horses across the country and has prepared the team, helped to be right there. And so she's got a tremendous amount of experience. And who knows, we've got another Olympic year coming up and uh, we'll see what happens this winter. Are uh, You say uh, uh, Olympic competition?
1: My boss was the alternate for the 2016 Olympics in Rio. And so before the Olympics, they choose a um, like a short list and she was on the short list so they take the group top eight of the United States and we go to Europe and they show in Europe and then they pick the team from there so I went over with her when she had three horses and I basically took care of the horses and groomed and was right there so I learned a lot about the team aspect of it all which was really interesting so then she went on to the Olympics but I... Did all the all the packing. It was there's a lot of um, restrictions for traveling from to South America, so it was Where in Europe did you compete? Well, that year we were stationed in Belgium and so that was kind of centrally located um, and we went to France. We went to there's a few shows they usually do in Germany. They go to the Netherlands. I went to the Netherlands and then yeah, so that was those are kind of the the big shows that we the areas we go to to show.
0: Is there any particular breed of horses that's exclusive? to the United States or they come from all over the world?
1: They come from all over the world. The United States breeding program is getting stronger so they're trying to support American bred horses and our sport at the top but currently right now we use a lot of European bred. They have a very good program of warm blood so we bring a lot of import horses. Our horses are all basically imported from Europe and we use those horses for this sport. Now what sort of a, a costume do you wear? You all <laughs> wear different costumes? Um, It does look like a costume. I call it a um, I I don't know show, your show clothes so it's i kind of refer to it as you kind of look like a limousine rider it's not the most i don't really like the outfits always but they've gotten a lot better with time so yeah you wear when you're at my level you wear a tailcoat so that is a longer coat than what you see like most riders have a short shorter jacket but we wear a tailcoat and helmets and boots and (laughs) all of it what do you wear on your head we always wear a helmet so yeah it used to be back in the day they wore top hats but now it's very transitioned to helmet, so I never ride without one. Do you ever get thrown? I have before. <laughs> I have before. Nothing too serious yet, knock on wood, but I have definitely been thrown and kicked and bitten and <laughs> all of
0: that. When I want you first approach a new horse, any particular way, you talk to them or what?
1: Oh, you definitely don't want to go start from behind. You want to be up front and you just um, let them know you're there. They're wild animals, so you still have to... That's what you're dealing with as much as you try to just keep them as quiet and calm that you can.
0: I read a lot of Western novels, Louis L'Amour and so forth, and they always say that a horse can understand the rider. It can commute.
1: It is. It's quite a, Um, that's one part that I like. I really like the developing of, of the horses and the training of it because you develop a really strong bond with the horse and that I think is super important for the level when you get to the top because that horse, no, they're still a horse and you're the rider, but they almost tend to, they know what you're reading your mind a little bit. It's really a connection with a horse, so. And Rebecca can when you earn a living doing this? you get paid? I, d- yes, absolutely. I was told by my stepdad, like it's not really a real job for a while and I was going to prove him wrong. So um, yes, I make a living. I am I make a living down there. That's what I do for my living. It's a full-time job and more. Are uh, you
0: uh, r- ridden any while you're home?
1: I didn't ride while I was home. Um, I did teach while I was home. Um, Three days, actually. Well, two full days. I taught my ex-students, my past students, not ex-students. I don't know, my previous students. I, yeah, I enjoy teaching now <laughs> a lot. Now, do you remember very much writing a little growing up in Holton? I grew up working on the farm, so I did potato harvest and I, I was always a hard worker. So that paid off for me because a lot of people have come through our barn that didn't have a very good work ethic. So I am very grateful for growing up in Holton and learning that well, that was kind of the only option. You just worked hard. <laughs> you ever pick potatoes? Oh, yes, I picked potatoes because when I, well, we did have the harvester, but certain brands of our our potatoes, like the fingerling potatoes, we had to hand pick because there wasn't a good harvest way to harvest them. I don't know if there is now, but I definitely picked potatoes and I worked on the harvester a lot.
0: Sure. <laughs> what do you plan for the future?
1: Oh boy. <laughs> I love my job that I'm doing now, so it takes, the sport takes years and years and years to master. I don't know if you ever really master it. So I'm going to continue what I'm doing and try and learn the most that I can and get what opportunities I can where I'm at down there and see where that takes me. Have you seen your mother hit a growl ball? <laughs> I have seen her hit a golf ball, especially in Florida. They come down and golf, too. So she's OK. She's all right at it.
0: <laughs> well, Rebecca, wait. I want to thank you very much because I'm sure that people will be reading about you in the future. And also, if I had a voice, I could say something. So thank you very much for bringing this lovely young lady to me.
1: Thank you, Dewey. It's really a pleasure.
0: We, I love having our little chats together. And see you on the golf course. And Rebecca, thank you.
1: Thank you very much.